Wow, what a joy to see you here this morning uh, to, to gather together and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. This is great. I want to start off today by blessing you in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the living one. The living one, because I want God to help you. I want God to intervene in, in the ways that you need God's intervention. I want him to intervene in your life with the same power that he exhibited when he raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That's, I want God to intervene with that kind of power. God can help you. And God can help you today. So let me bless you as we get going. I bless you now in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of Jesus that you would know Jesus more wonderfully. I, I bless you that you would be healed in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, and in your spirit. I bless you that you would know the guidance and help of God, that you would flourish and prevail in whatever your challenges, and that you would feel the love, the, the joy, the hope, the peace that comes from God, whatever our circumstances. They would feel that now. I bless you with those things. In the name of Jesus, may it be. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, this is fun. Happy. Uh, I want to start off today by reading uh, one of the perfectly reliable eyewitness accounts of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And I want to start by reading from Matthew chapter 28 um, and, see, and just see this firsthand account of what took place uh, nearly 2,000 years ago. After the Sabbath, verse 1, Matthew 28, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to view the tomb. There was a violent earthquake because an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and approached the tomb. He rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards were so shaken by fear of him that they became like dead men. The angel told the woman, don't be afraid because I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. And indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. So departing quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the news. Just then Jesus met them and said, greetings. They came up, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus told them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. This is one of those great testimonies that we have received and has been preserved through the ages by people who knew him. Matthew knew Jesus, lived with Jesus, walked, went around with Jesus for several years, and met with him several times after he was raised from the dead. Uh, we get this amazing testimony. Praise God uh, for this witness that Jesus is alive. Now, I've got five words for you this Sunday. Five words for you from Jesus himself as recorded in Acts chapter 1. Five words for you this Sunday. You will be 
my witnesses. You will be my witnesses. Jesus was crucified, but God raised Jesus from the dead. Now Jesus is alive. And what does the living Jesus say to us? He says, you will be my witnesses. For, for all of you who believe in Jesus, this is our primary purpose for existing in our generation. To be a witness that Jesus is alive, that God raised him from the dead. To tell people everywhere that they can be forgiven and be saved by telling them things like, like what Paul writes in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. He, he writes that if you confess with your mouth... Jesus is Lord, or Jesus is my Lord, Jesus is my King, Jesus is, is in charge of me and my life, and not me anymore, I, I give my life to Jesus. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, then you will be saved. Apparently... <laughs> Apparently, to actually be a Christian, you need to believe in your heart and be convinced in your, your heart that, that God actually raised Jesus from the dead. And then you'll be saved. This whole Jesus is alive thing is kind of a big deal. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to our salvation, when it comes to one of the most essential things that we need to know, that we need to believe, and that we need to testify. We need to testify to people about Jesus. You will be my witnesses. Okay, so how? How? I have three things that I want to I say about this. How we are to be witnesses to the fact that Jesus is alive in our generation. The first one is this. As witnesses, we testify to the historical facts. We testify to the historical facts. One of the most very basic facts ever is that Jesus was actually a real person. He, he, he actually lived and, and walked on this planet. I read a survey which was done just, uh, I read it just in the last month or so. It was commissioned by the, the Church of England and it was uh, in partnership with the Evangelical Alliance. And they discovered that 40%, 40, 40, 40% of people between 18 and 35, 40% believed that Jesus was a mythical person. There's a mythical person. This is today in our educated generation, uh, in our highly educated nation, with, with, with the, the internet, 40%, 40% of 18 to 35-year-olds do not believe that Jesus was a real living person at one point in time. Uh, that, that, wow, Th this is the most simple fact. This is the most simple fact, and, and it, I was just thinking, if we as God's people in our generation haven't been able to effectively communicate even that most simple of details, uh, uh, at least very effectively, that Jesus was a real person, i got to ask myself, how am I doing? How are we doing at, at being Jesus' witnesses in, in our generation? And I'm saying 18 to 35 is my generation. I'm being quite generous with myself, but... Um, why not? <laughs> why, not be, why not be generous? But I'm troubled about this, and this is our starting point, though. It's our starting point, better than Paul and the Bible, better than his starting point. Um, and and I, I, I'm not here to beat myself up or, or us uh, up about this. I, I think it's just time to draw a line. I think our, our whole, uh, this whole moment is a new beginning for our world. 
as we start shifting back into a, a new beginning. And, and I just think we just draw the line, say, okay, okay, here's our starting point. Uh, how can we step back into this? How can we testify more clearly uh, even just some of these most simple facts about Jesus? We have great news, and it starts on the fact that uh, this actually happened. <laughs> this actually happened. Jesus was a real person, indisputable. Anybody who will take a millisecond to look into it will see, yeah, okay, Jesus was a real person. He actually lived. Indisputable. And this Jesus indisputably was actually killed on a Roman cross. I indisputable. In fact, he was indisputably dead. Like dead, 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 dead. Like dead, dead. And, 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 and not, only, not only was he dead, all the eyewitnesses testified to this. Those who believe in Jesus, yes, he was dead. Those who were the enemies of Jesus, yes, he was dead. The Romans who put him to death, yes, he was dead. And they made sure because they stuck a spear into his dead body, already dead, shoved it into piercing his heart and pulled it out proving that it, he was fully, fully dead. Like, like dead, dead, dead. And yet... Using the science of, of the study of history, one of the most certain and yet impossible seeming events in, in the history of the world is that this same Jesus who was crucified, who was buried in the ground for three days, whose, whose heart had been pierced by a spear three days earlier, this same Jesus actually and factually rose from the dead. And for a period of 40 days, he talked with people. He met with people. He met with groups of people. He met with crowds up to 500 people. He met and talked with people. And, and people say, no, that's impossible. That's impossible. Yes, that is the point. It is impossible unless God is real. It's impossible unless God is powerful and can do anything and is able to do, do above and beyond anything we could ask or imagine. It, 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 it's impossible unless God can do the most impossible miracles. The, the facts of history tell us that Jesus was dead, but also as impossible as it seems that God actually did raise Jesus from the dead. And now he is alive. And now he's alive. And only through believing in Jesus can we be saved. As witnesses, we testify to, to the simple historical facts, although they are unusual, that is the point, uh, but using just any intellectual honesty and, and integrity as we evaluate historical events, yes, okay, Jesus was dead and then he was alive. You will be my witnesses, Jesus says. You will be my witnesses. So number one, firstly, we testify to the historical facts. Number two, as witnesses, we testify to what we have seen and heard. We testify to what we've seen and heard. Now I'm quoting Peter and, and, and John in Acts chapter 4 when they're on trial for, <coughs> for uh, maybe healing somebody in the name of Jesus or something awesome like that. Uh, and they're trying to be suppressed. Like don't, don't talk about Jesus anymore. And, and their response to the leaders of the, in that day was we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. Now, now John is one of those two, and, and John had seen the spear pierce Jesus' heart. He was there at the cross. He saw, he could testify, dead, dead. And then he was right there at the tomb, first to the tomb, uh, as far as uh, 
the boys go uh, because, you know, he's faster uh, and all that sort of stuff. First to the tomb. And so, and, and he met and saw Jesus many times after he was alive. So yes, he can, John can witness and Peter can witness to what they have seen and heard. But what have you seen? And what have you heard? Have you prayed to Jesus for help and for answers to your prayers and Jesus answered that prayer? How could Jesus answer that prayer unless he's alive and living and, and, and at work today? If, if you've seen Jesus answer your prayers, you've seen he's alive to answer your prayers. Have you, have you sought guidance from Jesus and direction in, in your life? How could Jesus give you guidance and direction if he's not alive? You've, you've heard him and you can witness, you can witness that, that you've heard from Jesus and, and Jesus is alive. What have you seen? And what have you heard? Have you seen a miracle in Jesus' name? Have you seen healing in Jesus' name? Have you seen yourself healed in the name of Jesus? Have you seen answers to prayers in the name of Jesus? Have you received help as you've sought Jesus for help? Have you had a dream or a vision? Thousands across the world are seeing Jesus in dreams and visions and coming to believe in Jesus and being saved because they've seen him in dreams as witnesses. We testify to what we have seen and heard. What have you seen Jesus do? What have we heard from Jesus? These are ways that we can testify that Jesus is real, that Jesus is here, and that Jesus is alive. That he's alive. As witnesses, we testify to the historical facts. As witnesses, we testify to what we have seen and heard. And as witnesses, we testify in partnership with the Holy Spirit. And this makes it a whole lot better. A whole lot better. Especially if you, you've ever been around me if, as I'm like, tell me about Jesus. And I'm a pastor, right? Holy Spirit, help me right now. And then you go home and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I had seven years of education and I can't even do a better job with that. I know, I know it's just me. Praise God that you guys have got this nailed. But whew. Anyways, um, back to the notes. When you become a believer in Jesus, when you become a believer in Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit. And which, which you have because Jesus is alive. And because he has, Jesus has sent him to you, says the Bible. Jesus, the living one, has sent him to you. And so one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to help you. To help you testify and to testify with you that Jesus is actually alive. In Acts chapter 5, Peter and the apostles, they're being commanded to stop, to stop testifying again. To stop testifying again that Jesus is alive. And, and, and again, Peter says this. He says, the God of our ancestors... Raised up Jesus, whom you had murdered by hanging him on a tree. This is tactful evangelism. God, that was a joke. It's, it's right in, in your face. By the way, I hear children in the building and I love it. Praise God. Praise God that we have, we're, we're back. I mean, this is, this is fantastic. Uh, anyways, uh, Hanging on a tree, God exalted this man to his right hand as ruler and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. In Acts chapter 4, the, the believers are praying, grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness, and may that be true for us, right? 
me, you, all of us. May we speak your word with all boldness. Help me. Help us all. While you, God, while you stretch out your hand for healing and signs and wonders and uh, are performed through the name of your holy, holy uh, servant Jesus, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled were shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God boldly. As we witness, a second witness is there to confirm and to help us as we testify about Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus says, though, you will be my witnesses. You will be my witnesses. And so I say, go. Go, go, go into your lives and go testify. Go testify to the historical facts about Jesus. Go testify to what you have seen and heard and experienced. Go, go in with the power and the help of the Holy Spirit. And the confidence knowing that you, you have the Holy Spirit with you as you testify, as you witness to what you've seen and heard. Now, I say this kind, kindly. I say this kindly. Um, we have been too subtle. Like the letter B in the word subtle. <laughs> very subtle. We have been very subtle. And maybe not you personally. I know that there are some, some, uh, some really not subtle people when talking about Jesus. But I have been too subtle. And, and I look at my life and I, I've, I haven't, I, I, I wish I was more, had been more bold. I, I, I wish that, that I, had, I had been more, uh, yeah, just more vocal. And I can own this personally. I can own this personally. And, and, I, and I think that many in our generation might be able to, you know, have a little self-assessment moment. Okay, how am I doing? Maybe I could be a little bit more, more, more bold. Um, and on this Resurrection Sunday, I'm not, I don't want... This is not about guilt. This is about a new beginnings. I really believe we're moving into a new era in our city and in our world. And that Jesus is giving us a, a window, like a start over window. A, a new beginning window. And we can just be like, okay, here's where we've been. And here's where we're called to be. And I, and I feel that call. And I hope you do too. Like, okay, whatever, however I've done yesterday or two days ago, okay. Now it's time to step into this. And to be these witnesses. And so I have three challenges for us this Sunday. Number one, go celebrate. Go celebrate with all the limits of the world today. Uh, celebrate. You know, you basically, you can lock yourself into a cupboard and be like, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you can do, right? Like, go, go celebrate this extraordinary good news uh, that Jesus is alive. And that if you believe in him, you, you can, and you give your life to him, you can be forgiven and saved and have this new, this new beginning with God. Celebrate that. Um, if you have not given your life to Jesus, my challenge is go believe and be saved. Go believe and be saved. Hear the facts. Maybe you're like, these facts seem very difficult to believe. Go look at them with intellectual honesty and you will see, and you will see that they're, 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 they're true. That God raised Jesus from the dead. And because he did, there, there is hope for you. And you can give your life to Jesus and, and be saved, forgiven, and have a new beginning with God. Receive help from God, from whatever your, your challenge is. Thirdly, if you have believed, then go testify. That is the challenge. Uh, I, again, I don't care how well we've done in the past. 
it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. And just pray. This is what I'm doing. I'm praying for opportunities. And you know, God hears that prayer. And he loves to answer that prayer. Pray for opportunities. Pray for the, the right words. Pray for help for all the wrong words. And, and just, just pray for God to intervene. Uh, I can, I'm, in, I'm convinced right now that if we return to our primary purpose of being here, testifying, being witnesses that Jesus is actually alive, I believe that we, we will see amazing fruit as we testify. And as we testify a lot, we'll see extraordinary fruit. So I, I'm just embracing the joy and the grace of this moment, and I hope you do too. The, the joy and the grace of the cross, the joy and the grace of, of Jesus is alive, the joy and the, the grace of, of new beginnings, and so the, the, the joy of just the message of believe and be saved, have a new beginning. The joy of the testimony, believe and testify. Uh, people need to believe in Jesus, guys. They need to know. They need to know. And, and they need to know that there's help. There's, that there's real help in their lives. That, that they can receive the Holy Spirit and be um, unstuck. Unstuck from all the, the, the ways that they, they, they feel stuck. And that they, and all the ways that maybe deep down they wish their life was different. But they can't seem to bring that change. The Holy Spirit can help them be who they, they really want to be. So I say we got a great message. Go for it. And with all the blessing of the Holy Spirit and, and, and the direction of Jesus, may your efforts be effective. May your efforts be effective. And in the words of Jesus, go out and you will be my witnesses. I want to pray for opportunities for us all right now. I want to pray that he would give us the right words. And, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to pray right now. Jesus. Father, God, I, I pray, Holy Spirit, for opportunities for every one of us <laughs> and help in each of those opportunities. Give us the opportunities. Help us to see that this is in direct answer to prayer. Uh, give us the words that we, in the moment for whatever the situation and, and help us to be your witnesses in our generation about the simple facts about what we have seen and heard. Help us, Holy Spirit. Confirm what we are saying. To these people. We ask, we ask that this would be a new beginning for us as a people. In this moment, maybe of quietness, maybe you, can, maybe you might want to just rededicate your, your, uh, your life here to being a witness. To, being, to testifying. If you've given your life to Jesus, like, yes, Jesus, okay. Like Brian... I might need to step it up a lot. Maybe, you, maybe you're here and you're like, okay, I, I, I need, I, I'm ready to believe and be saved. And, and if that's you, I, I encourage you to pray something like this. God, here I am. Forgive me. I dedicate my life to you. Jesus, you be my Lord. You be my King. And I will follow you with my life. Forgive me. Fill me with your spirit. And give me the courage to, to follow you. Grant me this new beginning of grace. And help me. Help me in it. Yeah. Father, we ask, we, we thank you for your, your, uh, your graciousness to our generation. Reawaken, reawaken, reawaken us all in Thank you for Jesus. 
thank you for raising him from the dead. And thank you for granting us this, this, um, this great testimony and to live in this generation to bring it. In Jesus' name we pray.